God is not just trying to bless Abraham and, and get him to the promises of God. He, he's trying to elevate Abraham uh, to the place of his gyroness, which is a higher kingdom economic system. Now, in verse number 12, the angel said, uh, Now I know that you fear God, or, or the Hebrew says that you honor God. Now, now, now God is omniscient. That, that means he is all-knowing. He knows the end from the beginning of every situation. Shout amen to that. <clears throat> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but, but the same Hebrew word is used in Genesis 4 and 1 when, when, when Adam uh, knew Eve. The, the Hebrew was saying uh, uh, when Adam and Eve became one. See, see, when you're one with God, he'll curse those that curse you and bless those that bless you. When, when, when you're one with with God, Exodus 23, 22 says, God will be an adversary uh, to your adversary. God, God was saying, Abraham, uh, when, when people encounter you now, uh, they'll be encountering me uh, because finally we've become one. Now, 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 Paul said in Galatians 3.28, if you can, put that on the screens in the King James, uh, that we are one in Christ Jesus. So, so when, when people encounter you, uh, they should be encountering Christ. Uh, the B part of verse 12, God said, uh, now I know, or, or now, Abraham, we're one, and I can take you uh, to the place of my gyroness. Mm -hmm. a, a place that, that Abraham has been trying to get to uh, uh, for 24 years. Verse 13, then Abraham lifted up his eyes and behind him a ram was caught in the thicket uh, by his horn. So, so, so Abraham had passed right, right by uh, this ram, but because the scripture says that that he looked behind him, he he looked right where he had come from. He didn't see it before because he wouldn't at the place of God's gyroness yet. But but when you get to the place, you'll start seeing things uh, that you wouldn't able to see before. You'll you'll be able to see things that other people can't see uh, th that's all around you right now. Shout amen to that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so his eyes are open now, and, and he receives uh, revelations of, of God's provision and resources. And, and see, I'm trying to get you to this place because your eyes will be opened and you'll become an opportunity broker. That not only will you see new opportunities, you, you will begin to see opportunities for other people and bless them too. Shout amen to that. Amen. Verse 14, Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh. Now, now, now uh, the, the words, uh, the place are used four times uh, in this chapter. So Jehovah Jireh is, is one of the attributes of God. It's, it's one of the dimensions and, and places uh, that are in God. You, you, you remember when, when Jesus said, in my father's house, 
there's many mansions. So if you look up that Greek word mansions, it refers to uh, the dimensions uh, uh, that are in God. See, see, you're not waiting on God to build you a house but because your house is already in God on the other side uh, when you get there, and I am planning on getting there. Uh, on that getting up morning. Now, be part of verse 14. It says, it's in the mountain of the Lord. So, so uh, uh, this is an elevated place uh, that's in God. So, Jehovah Jireh is a place of elevation in God. Psalms 91 and, and, and 1 says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. Now, the Hebrew word for Most High here is El Elyon, um, which in the Hebrew uh, means the elevated, uh, lofty one. When, when, you, when you get connected with the elevated, lofty one, El Oh God, El Eliad! Oh, you you you're gonna be able to see further than other people see. Uh, so so the Most High is is one of the dimensional places that's in God here this morning. Be part of verse one, and you shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The Hebrew for Almighty here is El Shaddai, uh, the God that is more uh, than enough. So, so God, God, when you get in this place, God, God will ab be able to supply all of your needs so that you have more than enough, not just so you can drown in the gravy, but so you can share the gravy. Now, now, I, 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 I want to take a look at the steps that Abram took on his journey to get to this place of God's jireness. And I need to uh, back in to Genesis chapter 1. I'm sorry, Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, for the law of first mention. So God told Abraham to separate from his kinfolks because, because God knew that the ways he's fixing to teach Abram, his kinfolks would interfere with. <clears throat> See, you got to separate from some negative voices if you're going to get to this place. Because even your kinfolks that don't know God, they'll try to talk you out of the ways of God. They'll be saying stuff like, what are you doing in church on Sunday morning, your only day off? Child, that's when I soak in my bath beads. That's when I soak up my oil, my oils. And you in church on Sunday morning, listening to this white guy scream at you? By the way, I'm not Anglo. I'm actually Indian. My grandfather was a full-blooded Cherokee Indian. He could see things and read signs in the heavens. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go there. God had to separate Abraham from his kinfolks so they wouldn't interfere with the new ways God had for Abraham. Isaiah 55 and 9 says, As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are God's ways higher than our ways. And, and the first step to the gyrness of God, God has to teach us his secrets and his ways. See, God has secret places that, that are not hidden from his covenant people. They're hidden for his covenant people. Uh, put, put, put Psalms 25 and 12 on the screens. I'm in the King James. The, the man that honors the Lord, fears or honors the Lord, God shall teach him his ways. 
Mm-hmm. And, and, and his ways are not your ways. And the way God thinks is not the way we normally think. Now, I need to go to verse 13 in the New Living Translation. Uh, they will live in prosperity. Uh, you need to glance up. at They, they will live in prosperity. And their children will inherit the land. Now, now when you get to this place I'm talking about this morning, uh, prosperity won't just be hit and miss. It won't just be now and again. You, you, your, your Bible said, uh-oh, it disappeared. You, uh, there it is. Your Bible says they will live in prosperity. Shout, I'm going to live in prosperity. And my children's going to live in prosperity. And my grandchildren are going to live in prosperity. Shout amen to that. Oh, Lord. Uh, verse 14, I'm back in the King James. The secret, the secret, the secret of the Lord is with them that fear or honor uh, the Lord. Shout amen to that. Be part of 14. And God will show them his covenant. So God's secrets are hidden in his covenants. So, so God tells Abraham, you're going to have to separate. Uh, not, God's not trying to isolate him, but, but he's trying to eradicate the negative voices that would be speaking into his life that would interfere with the ways of God. I don't know about you, but I don't want anything interfering with me learning because I'm still a student uh, in the ways of the Lord's. Now, let, let me get back to Genesis 12 and 3, and I'm in the Lou Living translation. I will bless those that bless you and curse those that curse you, and all the families, shout all the families, and, uh, of the earth will be blessed through you. And when I started looking at that you there, I realized God wasn't just talking to Abraham. He was also talking to Yeshua. I mean, the Messiah. I mean, God was talking to Abraham, but he was also talking to Jesus. That was in word form during this time. Look at Galatians 3.16 in the King James, if you will. The scripture says, through Abraham's seed, singular, which is referring uh, to Jesus Christ, Galatians 3.16, the B part of 16 says, the promises were made not to seeds. Are you able to see that? Okay. He, he saith not to seeds as many, but as one seed which is Christ. So God is speaking to Abraham because Abraham can't bless all the families of the earth. Only Jesus has the authority and capability of blessing all the families of the earth. I, I should have did this on Wednesday night. I, I know y'all are getting bored with me, but, 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 but uh, I'm, I will. Thank you. Uh, Genesis 12 and 7, Abraham builds an altar and he worships and the Lord appeared to him. Now, now the, the, these altars are vitally in, important uh, uh, to our life. Abraham built five altars on his journey of faith. Five is, is the number of faith. It's the number of favor, grace, uh, mercy, and peace. Now, now, Pastor Parsley sent me he sent me these two altars I must, uh, uh, to get my attention and show me the importance of, of double prayer and double worship. The, 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 these, these are the twins of, of blessing, increase, and, and prosperity. 
uh, 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 pastor shared with me. I, I was uh, on the phone with him yesterday, but, but, but he shared with me how every morning when he was fighting terminal cancer for 18 months, that he would start his day early. That's why David said, early will, will I rise. And he said, I would, I would kneel at this altar uh, for hours with, with my scriptures laid up front and I would rehearse the, those scriptures but because prayer and worship will change things that wouldn't ordinarily change in your life. Whatever you're facing this morning, see, Abraham understood that worship could change the situation. It can even change the mind of God. You remember when the Syrophoenician woman came and she said, my, my, my daughter, my, my daughter is vexed with the devil. I may be talking to somebody right now whose kids, uh, I started to say have a devil, but uh, 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 there is a place though you can get in God. Well, Bishop, they won't even come to, well, but yeah, but there is a place where, where you can change everything. It's at the altar uh, of prayer and worship. Uh, G- Jesus told the Syrophoenician woman, uh, he said, um, um, I, I've only come to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. In other words, Jesus called her a goat. And, and, and then Jesus said, I, I can't give the bread to dogs. See, see, by that, by that time, I mean, I mean, just, just, uh, just a slight, uh, somebody doesn't shake your hand, right? You're ready to leave. But, but Jesus calls her a goat. Then he calls her a dog. But the scripture says she got down and, and started worshiping him. And, and, but, and, and, and he, he said, but it's not time yet. I've, I've not opened the door to the Gentiles yet. But, but the, the more, the more she worshiped, uh, uh, the more uh, God thought about it and said, you know what, I'll tell you what, I'm going to go ahead and step right across this threshold and I'm going to give you a miracle uh, that, that, that you don't even qualify for, that, that it's not even time for because prayer and worship will change things. Shout amen to that. Now, 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 see, see, see. The first time, the the first time worship is is mentioned is right here in in our our context. Uh, um, in verse number five, Genesis twenty-two and five, the the scripture says that Abraham told uh, the young uh, men that were with him. Y'all stay here at the bottom of the mountain uh, with the asses. Me, me, me and the lad, we going up higher to worship. There's that separation again. See, everybody can't, everybody won't make it to this elevated place that I'm, tr- I'm trying to show you here this morning. Uh, so you'll have to separate yourself uh, from some people. <clears throat> Shout amen to that. So, so, so the second step to the gyrinness of God is to keep an altar of, of prayer and worship uh, on your journey of faith. Amen? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, see Abraham, Abraham had enough faith to believe that if he killed Isaac, on the altar at the place of God's gyrinness that God would just raise him right back from the dead. That's, that's the first, uh, that's the first <laughs> shadow and type we see here of God's resurrecting power because God can resurrect anything. I mean, Lazarus had been dead for four days and, and Jesus just spoke the word and Lazarus got up out of the tomb. And he can resurrect whatever's dead in your family here today. You see, you you don't realize what had to happen when Lazarus got up out of that tomb. Mm -hmm. The beetles had to spit the skin worms out. The, the, the blood had to, that was congealed had to start pumping again. It was a supernatural miracle 
for God to raise Lazarus from the dead. But, but he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Shout forevermore. Mm -hmm. Because what he did is what he does. Ecclesiastes 3.14 says, uh, what God does, uh, he does forever. Shout forever. Mm -hmm. So, so he, had a, he had enough faith he had enough faith to, to believe that God would just raise him right back but because he understood the importance of altars, the altar of prayer and worship. In 1 Samuel uh, 17.45, uh, uh, David, uh, he said to Goliath, he said, you, you're coming after me, big boy, with, with sword, spear, and shield, but I'm coming against you in the name of the Lord of hosts. He, he, he's praising God because uh, the Hebrew word uh, for host here is the angel armies of God. Uh, he, he, he's, he's praising uh, God for his strength. He's praising God uh, for his resources and, and all of his ability. Mm -hmm. In verse 46, I'm in, I'm in <laughs> 1 Samuel 17, 46, he says, this day, not next week, but he said today. See, see now faith is, David's talking faith here. He said, this day, the Lord is going to deliver you into my hand, and I will smite you and cut your head off and feed it to the buzzards. Oh, that's side's translation. I, I'm sorry. I, I will smite thee. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm going to smite you, take off your head, and give your carcass to the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air, to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there's a God in heaven. He, he's praising God. I said he's praising God before the battle even starts. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Joshua did when they were marching around the walls of Jericho. They, they let out a sound with the trumpets. They started praising, and the walls just sunk right down into the ground. And what God does, he does forever. Your praise will cause walls to come down. But, but when King Saul recognizes the, the anointing of God that's on David's life, he said, I, I want you, Bubba, I want you in the palace. You see, the anointing is something that people can see. It's something people can smell. And, and I don't have time to get into it. I'll, I'll jump into that Wednesday night. But, but when, when King Saul sees this, he brings David into, into the temple and uh, but an evil spirit would get on King Saul and and David didn't start praising God and dancing in the temple he shifted into worship and 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 began to play on his heart and and worship God and your bible says when David would worship it would refresh King Saul and the evil spirits would have to go that's why it's so vitally important that we come in and spend time uh, worshiping the Lord. Now, not, not for what he can give us. We, we don't worship him for a check or, or for a pink Cadillac. We worship God for who he is. In fact, let's just take a moment and, and just stand and, and for 30 seconds, just, just give your God the worship that he deserves here this morning. But, but, but see, you got to know when to put on the garment of praise or the garment of worship. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be, uh, be seated. Acts 17, 23, P 
Paul went to Athens and he walked across Mars Hill. Put that on the screens, if you will. And he told the philosophers that, that amongst the statues, he saw an inscription uh, to the unknown God. What Paul was saying here, uh, that's the God uh, that I worship. I, I know some of you worship uh, the statue of, of Diana and other the statue of, of Jupiter, and, 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 and some of you are, are worshiping uh, Mercurius, but, but the unknown God is the God that I worship, because before I, I had the knowledge of the truth, uh, I was on the wrong path. I, I was actually a, a terrorist. I, I was killing Christians, uh, but this unknown God to me spoke to me um, and, and said, Saul, Saul, why are you kicking against the pricks? And Saul said, I was knocked off of my beast. And I looked up and I said, Lord, uh, who are you? And the Lord said, I'm Jesus. I'm Jesus, the one you're persecuting here. Yeah, you're on the wrong road. Paul said, it's the unknown God that, that had mercy on me when, when I was on the wrong road. And it was the, it's the unknown God to you that had mercy on you when you were acting crazy, when, when, when you were just a child and, and you were in a vulnerable place where you couldn't help yourself. The unknown God showed up and made a way for you where there was no way if, if you're thankful that he has that he has kept you and protected you I want you to stand and give your God at least 30 seconds of praise I mean if he kept you from the snare of the fowler. If he kept you uh, in the darkness where pestilence strife. If he kept you from a virus that the vaccine won't even heal. In fact, people are getting the virus when they take the vaccine. I, I, I meant to say that God will keep you. He is your antidote. He is your keeping power. He is your peace of mind. He's a very present help in the time of need. If you thank him for it, you got 15 seconds to give your God a high praise. Some of you hadn't praised him all month. And on this first day of August, in the middle of the heat of the summer, you need to put on the garment of praise. And I promise the spirits of heaviness will start leaving you. They'll start leaving your house. He'll give you peace like a river. He'll give you peace of mind, a peace that passes all human understanding you will find in God. You can't find it in medical science. I don't care how many drugs you take. They'll tell you just take some more. Take some more. But I'm here to tell you there is a peace. Isaiah said he will keep you in perfect peace if you'll keep your mind stayed on Jesus. As long as Peter's mind was focused on Jesus, he was walking on the water. seated I gotta hurt now let, let me digress now into Genesis 15 and 1 any questions Genesis 15 and 1 God spoke to Abraham in a vision and said fear not Abraham 
I am your shield and your exceeding great reward. Did, did you get the third step? You, you, you got to get those garments right. You got to know when to put on the garment of praise and the garment of worship. Did they put number three up? I never saw three on the screens. I don't want you texting me this afternoon when I'm taking a nap. Were you giving me some napping music, Norris? All right. Okay. 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 That's enough of that. Genesis 15:1. God spoke to Abraham, Abram, in a vision, and said, "Fear not, Abram. I am your shield." And your exceeding great reward. Somebody said, Bishop, what does all that have to do with me? Well, Galatians 3.29 says, if you're in Christ, if you're one in Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs to all the promises that God gave Abraham. Any more questions? So, so now, shout now. Abram says, you know, Lord, I appreciate you being my shield and, and my exceeding great reward. And I do have lots of livestock and got a little gold and silver. In fact, your Bible said, uh, Abraham, the father of us all, uh, who walk in faith was very rich. I know that offends some people, but it don't offend me because I plan on being very rich so I can bless Levi and Sam. Katie said, don't be getting them more toys. They think every day is Christmas. So y'all don't tell her I said that. Because they're preaching in San Jose this morning for Pastor Adam. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's cool, God. And I appreciate this very much. But, 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 but you said I was going to be the father of many nations. I was going to bless people. And, and how am I going to do that without a son? Now, this is our hero of faith. This, this, this is faith man talking. How, 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 I mean, how, I mean, how, now, Brown, I mean, how am I going to know that you're going to bless me and give me all this land when I don't even have a kid? You know, I mean, I mean, this is this super faith man with his cape and the big F on his T-shirt. And he's saying... How am I, how, how, how am I going to know this? How, how am I, how am I going to know? How am I going to, and God speaks to him in verse 18 and says, I'm going to make a covenant of blood with you. This, this is when God actually comes down and cuts covenant with man. He said, God said, Abraham, I want you to take a three-year-old ram, take a three-year-old goat and, 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 and a three-year-old uh, something else, uh, and I want you to cut it right down uh, the middle, a heifer, a three-year-old heifer, a three-year-old ram, and a three-year-old she-goat, cut them in half, lay them on the altar, and I'm going to come down, and we're going to cut a blood covenant together. Oh, if I had time, I'd show you the shadow and type here of Christ, but, uh, but, but I'm running out of time. See, a, a blood covenant in Bible days was a partnership. Sister Pastor touched on that uh, when we were receiving the tithe. It, 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 but it was a partnership uh, based on another partner's strength. For example, if, if, if one of the tribes uh, um, w w was winning battles and, and they were just bad to the bone, they, 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 they were Mid-Eastern Rambos. They were just, they were just uh, cleaning up. They, they, they were just uh, uh, 
uh, kicking butts and taking names here. So I'm sorry. I couldn't think of a better word. But uh, y'all forgive me and pray for me. I'm getting old. <clears throat> My wife said I'm looking younger. But uh, anyway. So, so the, the, the leader was of, of the warrior tribe here uh, has all of this strength and ability. But, but he has no accounting skills. He, he has no budget. He, 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 he doesn't know how many uh, chariots they've got, how many horses they've got, how many swords they've got. They just know they're tough. They just know uh, we'll, we'll tear up anybody that comes at us. But then there's this other tribe. Their leader is a bean counter. Okay, and thank God for them. Where would we be without the bean counters? But, but because uh, they've got their notepads and their computers and they're figuring out all the facts. And, 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 and see, David had, he had these bean counters. He called them the sons of Issachar but because they understood the facts and they understood the times. And they would come to David and say, now you're fixing to go to battle, but three other nations are joining this, this one nation and, and it's going to be one well of a fight and they would give David all the facts. So, so, so what happened, the, the warrior leader came into a partnership with the bean counter leader and they, they put their strengths together. And, and see, that's what God does with us when we enter a partnership with him. Shout amen to that. Mm -hmm. Because there's some things, believe it or not, you can't do without God. Uh, let me tell this side over here. There's some things you'll run into in life that you just can't do without God. Mm-hmm. That's why we need to walk and move and, and have our being uh, in him. I just baptized myself. <sighs> shout amen to that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, so now, uh, shout, shout now. God sets this whole thing up in covenant so that men cannot be reached without people. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Somebody got me a towel here. Okay. Huh? That's so I don't slip. Thank you, Jeff. One of my bean counters. Now, now, so, so, so God set this whole thing called covenant up. Put, put Deuteronomy 8, 18 on the scripture. The, the Bible said to remember, uh, shout, I got to remember. Deuteronomy 8, 18, remember that it's the Lord that gives you the power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto uh, thy fathers as it is this day. So God needs you. He said, I'll make you wealthy if you'll use a portion of that wealth uh, to reach mankind all over the world. Because I want all families of the earth to be blessed, but, but, uh, but it's not going to come floating down out of the heavens. It's going to come through you. And if you'll show God, you'll be the pipeline that the blessing flows through, okay, then you can use a portion of that for your own family, but you can't use all of it. Now I'm going to lose the whole church in the next 30 seconds. 
just consider with me a moment a general contractor uh, that that this company uh, funds him to put the foundation in. Up before the foundation, uh, you, you've got to have a master plumber. It's good to have uh, Pastor Armando with us this morning. He's a master plumber. If, if you need any plumbing, just see him after church. Don't go see him now. <clears throat> But, but, but you've been funded so, so you can put the plumbing in and then put the foundation in and, and then you get the subcontractors to start framing up the walls uh, and, and then you put the roof on. But, but see, you, you, you've, been, you've been given the finances uh, to build this. But if you start using those finances for your own personal gain, guess what will happen? You'll be defunded. I, 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 I knew that was going to go over like a lead balloon. But so let me get to Genesis 17 and 5. Oh, let me give you the fourth step to the gyroness of God. It's to stay in partnership with God. But, but, and the, the good thing about God is when you minister to other people that's bound by depression, if you've got any sign of depression on you, before it can get to them, it has to pass through you, and it knocks the depression off you. I just helped somebody right there. I don't know who it is. But, but just be that pipeline that God sends his anointing and blessing through. Have you found Genesis 17 and 5? This is where God changes Abraham, Abram's name to Abraham. Now, the promise that God made Abram in Genesis 12 and 2, I'm, I'm going to bless you. You're going to be the father of all nations. But 24 years have passed. What's taking God so long? I mean, Abraham just waiting on the Lord. See, uh, uh, back in the old church, y'all couldn't have made it through the old church. We'd have revivals. There were no rest nights. We'd, we'd go Sunday to Sunday. And they'd hang you over hell if you didn't... If you, I, I, but, 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 but the old church, some of you watching, you're watching now. How long is he going to go with this thing, baby? You know, we got to beat the Baptist to the cafeteria. Seemed like he's showing any sign of stopping. But the old church mothers, would, they, they would sit there and, and they would rock before church. And, and they'd sing, I'm waiting on the Lord. 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 If anybody asks you what's wrong with me, tell them I'm saved, sanctified, and I'm waiting on the Lord. Baby, Abraham wasn't waiting on God. God was waiting on Abram to get to this place of his gyroness. And, and when he follows these principles that, that I'm trying to share with you here today, he, he, he finally gets to the place where God shows up at the altar and he said, I'm changing your name. I'm changing your reputation. I'm changing your credit score. I'm, in fact, I'm changing everything. A a ask Jacob, only God can come down and change who you are. See, a leopard can't change his own spots, but God. God can change anything. See, God could speak to a leper and say, no more spots. And that leper would be spotless. 
So he, he come, God comes down now like he's doing in the service right now. And, and he says, Abraham, I'm, I'm changing. I'm changing now your name. I, I, in fact, I'm changing everything. And when God changes his name, what Abraham couldn't get a hold of in 24 years, in nine months, they have a baby. And the Bible said he staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith. Well, Bishop, I'm struggling this morning to, to, to pay to pay this 25-year mortgage. I mean, I, 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 I did uh, get it cleaned up a little, and I only have 7.5% interest, and I did have 14%. That's what they charge you when you got bad credit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the world system. In God's system, what takes the world 24 years to do you can do in nine months. But, 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 but you got to step over into God's system. Hear how quiet it got right then? See, God, God attaches his gyrinous to Abraham's name. Instead of Abram, now it's Abraham. And every time Sarah says, Abraham, it's time for dinner. She's saying, Father of many nations, it's time for dinner. Every time uh, she said, do you want your eggs scrambled or fried, Abraham? She's prophesying and speaking into his future. So, so the, the name Abraham, he's the father of many nations. So, so God has given him a name with an assignment and purpose attached to it. See, our communication and speaking God's word is the adoption of kingdom language. Did you just get that? I'm going to say it again. Mm -hmm. Our communication and speaking God's words is an adoption of God's kingdom language. And, and the fifth step to the gyrinous of God, you have to adopt the kingdom language and talk God talk. Shout, I'm going to start talking God talk. If you mean that, stand and give God one more praise. You have to start talking like God and thinking like God and, and, and walking like God. Uh, that's why the scripture says, let the poor say, I'm rich. Let the weak say, I'm strong. Let the sick say, I'm healed. That's, that, that's God talk. You, we, we, we got to get into God. God talk in the second half of this year, and this will be the strongest second half that you'll ever have if, if you'll start adopting the communication of God. And, and instead of saying, oh, my back's killing me, just say, my back's stronger than it's ever been. Caleb, Caleb uh, told the people, I'm stronger than I've ever been. He said, I'm as strong today as I was 40 years ago, and I'm well able to take the mountain. Shout, I'm well able. You, you, you see, God, the way God operates, he calls those things that be not as though they were. What, what, what I'm trying to show you is a better covenant this morning. The, Paul said in Hebrews, we have, a, we have a better covenant with better promises and, and better strength and better stability. And it, it's going to get better and better as you go. I, I, I told a couple I was counseling uh, uh, just a few weeks ago. <laughs> and I only counsel one time. 
Okay. I got away from counseling for six weeks. I do it one time. And if I see they get it, I might do two. But if I see them shaking their head, I'm too old to continue. Mm -hmm. Get with Pastor Jay. He'll meet with you around the clock. Somebody shout, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But with God, but I told that couple, I said, it gets better as the days go by. <laughs> it gets sweeter by by. But, but, but you have to keep walking. You, you have to keep talking. God, talk. You, you have, and, and see, my relationship with my wife now is stronger than it's ever been. She don't even have to slap me anymore. It just gets better. Walking with, I'm going to tell it, walking with God. They ought to have me at the duo conference. But, but, <laughs> it just gets better and better and better and better. God just keeps on getting better. I need you to tell three people, God just keeps on getting better. Where my praise team at? Give me some praisers up here right quick. I'm getting bad. Keep on getting better. I came to prophesy to somebody here today that it's going to get better. Your faith is going to get better. The favor of God is going to get better and better and better. Because we're in a better covenant. With better promises. Better grace. Better mercy. In the old covenant, God would cut you off in a heartbeat. But in the new covenant, uh, he keeps getting better. Oh, come on, help me sing, somebody. You are good. Keep on getting bad. Keep on getting bad. Lionel, get up here, son. In the morning, I say you. Of the sun, 
to the going down of the same. The name, David said the name of the Lord is going to be praised. He said, we'll praise him on the stringed instruments and organs and cymbals and high-sounding cymbals. David said, let everything that has breath Oh, come on. Somebody needs to put on the garment of praise. I can't hear you in the balcony. Every day gets sweeter. Every day gets better. In the morning I'll sing you. give you joy for your ashes <laughs> but now I want us to worship Austin let's let's step back into that special you were singing and uh, the part I want you to start with is that amen that just means so be it David would say a thing and then he would say Selah or in the Hebrew it says Amen what do you think about that that's worship Austin go ahead and go ahead and take us to the place to the place some of you hadn't worshipped this year but I'm going to give you an opportunity to put on the garment of worship. And as you worship God, your soul will be refreshed. Your soul will begin to recover. Your soul will be made new. The, the engrafted word and worship will save your soul here this morning. Just lift those hands and, and just for a moment and let's, and let's worship him.
Do you still believe in the one true God? The devil believes in God and trembles. Yes, he does. I still believe in Father, Spirit, Son. receive the word of the Lord give our God one more high hand praise everything that was said that was good today came from our father of lights in whom there is no variableness nor shadow of turning now give him one more high high hand praise 
all over the house, all over the house. Let's raise the roof in the closing moments in God's presence here today. Now, now, I want to challenge you to sow a seed into the gyroness of God. Abraham went to the elevated place, not empty-handed. He was bringing what he loved the most to put on the altar. And the angel said, now God knows. And God's swearing that he's going to bless you. Mm -hmm. if, if, if you need God to bless in the area of your family, of your finances, of your marriage, of your future, I want you to get a seed and I want you to sow it on the altar. If, if, if you need healing for your body, Pastor Parsley stayed at the altar. This came from my pastor from World Harvest Church in Columbus, Ohio. Mm -hmm. This handkerchief. <laughs> he used it one Sunday and just FedExed it to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Father, I pray over the offering right now. We, we want to bless you with an offering because we want to continue in our partnership with you to take the gospel of Jesus Christ around the whole world. And you said, and then the end will come. I pray for every offering that's being prepared right now. And everybody shout in the name of Jesus. God bless you as you bring your offering. Just now put it right on top of the altar. We don't need the buckets today. Let's, let's put it right on top of the altar of God. And I believe God will receive it into the heavens here today. Father, we thank you for your word. We honor you this morning with our tithe, with our offerings. We, we know that we haven't fully worshiped until we make a sacrifice. Let your blessing increase and opportunity be on your people as they bring their offerings today. And everybody shout in the name of Jesus. God bless you. We love you. We'll see you Wednesday night. And we're going to get on the anointing, the anointing that breaks burdens and destroys demonic yokes. We'll see you then. God bless you. Call us if you need us.